Hello and welcome to Credio's Catholic News Update for Friday the 24th of February. The LA Times has published an article about St. Louis de Montfort's total consecration. The article was written by journalist Renee Lynch. It reads as follows. Lent 2012 offers observant Catholics and other Christians a unique opportunity to honour the sacrifices of Jesus Christ by honouring his mother, Mary. Because of a quirky series of calendar coincidences, Christians can use this year's Lent to also follow in the footsteps of St. Louis-Marie de Montfort. He was a French priest known for his deep commitment to Mary and came up with a series of short prayers and spiritual practices to honour her called the Total Consecration. This year, the Catholic calendar lines up so that both Lent and the Total Consecration start on the same day. The next time that happens will be in 2075, Father Ryan Wayne Erlenbush told The Times. It's a unique opportunity to do both, said Erlenbush, a Catholic priest within the Diocese of Great Falls Billings, Montana, who also blogs in his spare time at the New Theological Movement. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make it our best Lent ever. Lent recalls the time that Jesus spent in the desert fasting, praying and fending off temptation. Today, many Christians observe the same 40-day period of self-sacrifice and introspection starting on Ash Wednesday. It all leads up to the single most important holiday on the Christian calendar, Easter. St. Louis-Marie de Montfort, who died in 1716 and was elevated to sainthood in 1947, believed that the best way to honour Christ was through his mother. For those wishing to follow the total consecration, Erlen Bush plans to post all the prayers and details on his blog. The total consecration has only fit together with the beginning of Lent 12 times since de Montfort's death, and it will not happen again until 2075. Hence, this is truly a most rare opportunity for us to consecrate this Lent to Jesus through Mary, Erlen Bush wrote on his blog. Pope Benedict XVI challenged the priests of Rome to combat religious illiteracy during a meeting in the Paul VI Auditorium yesterday. For his traditional meeting with the clergy of the diocese at the start of Lent, Pope Benedict presided at Alexio Divina, a prayerful reading of and reflection on the scripture. After the reading, which was, by the way, Ephesians 4, 1-16, the Pope spoke about the need for priests to nourish a strong interior life so that they might, in the words of St. Paul, Walk worthy of the vocation in which you are called. The Pope said that priests should always be alert to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The failure to heed that guidance, he said, damages the Church. Next, the Pope said that priests should give a high priority to religious instruction to restore a basic understanding of the content of the faith. The religious illiteracy that prevails today is a grave danger, he said. A Protestant pastor in Iran faces imminent execution for refusing to renounce his Christian faith. Orders for the execution of Reverend Yusel Nadakani have probably been issued, the American Center for Law and Justice reports, although the secrecy of the Iranian judicial system means they can't really be sure. The human rights group said the Iranian pastor was alive as of the 21st of February, but that he could be put to death at any moment. Reverend Nadakani was sentenced to death in 2010 for apostasy after he embraced Christianity. Although he has testified that he was never a practicing Muslim, Islamic law prescribes the death penalty for anyone who leaves the faith. Reverend Nadakani has been ordered repeatedly to accept Islam or face death and has always clung to his Christian faith. 
The Canadian Supreme Court has ruled that all school pupils aged 10 to 15 should be taught multicultural, religious and ethical education. A group of parents has argued that their children should be exempt from a state-required world religion and ethics course because it violated religious and parental rights. But the Supreme Court told the parents that withdrawing their children would be a rejection of the multicultural reality of Canadian society. Quebec, once the Catholic heartland of Canada, introduced the course to replace Protestant and Catholic ones. And finally, a more positive story. The cause for beatification has opened for the founder of Communion and Liberation. With more, Rome reports. He's considered one of the most charismatic people in the 20th century. In 1954, the Italian priest Luigi Giussani founded Communion and Liberation, one of the most active movements of the Catholic Church, operating in 70 countries. When he died seven years ago, the then Cardinal Ratzinger attended his funeral as the representative of John Paul II. Yesterday was the first step in the process of beatification. Communion and Liberation formally asked the Archbishop of Milan to open the process of investigating the life, virtues and holiness of Monsignor Giussani. In the coming months, there will most likely be an official opening of the process to show that he was a saint. During his life, Luigi Giussani proposed living Christianity as a personal encounter with God. He proposed to also do so through art, music and literature as a way to heaven. And that's today's Catholic Headlines. Thanks very much for listening and speak to you again next week. God bless.